it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The greatest misunderstanding in the history of all misunderstandings has taken place right before our very eyes, and that is someone on Hunter Biden's legal team tried to pose as a Republican lawyer to take down or take out certain documents related to Hunter Biden's plea deal. From the Daily Mail, exclusive, Hunter Biden's lawyers claim fake phone call attempt to remove papers from court docket was unfortunate and unintentional miscommunication after a judge threatened to sanction them on the eve of the plea deal hearing. Hunter Biden's lawyers have responded to allegations that they conspired to lie to a court clerk in the first son's criminal case in Delaware by saying the incident was simply an unfortunate misunderstanding. Delaware Judge Marilyn Norica has ordered the first son's attorneys to explain themselves by 9 p.m. Tuesday or be sanctioned. Just before the deadline, Hunter's Latham and Watkins lawyer, Matthew Salerno, filed a response to claiming the incident was down to an unfortunate and unintentional miscommunication. It was alleged that Hunter's lawyers sought to remove testimony from IRS whistleblowers about the Justice Department's lackluster criminal investigation into his tax offense from the court docket. The matter under consideration appears to stem from an unfortunate and unintentional miscommunication between a staff member at our firm and employees of the court. We have no idea how the misunderstanding occurred, but to our understanding, there was no misrepresentation. Salerno wrote to the judge on Tuesday evening. He claimed that Jessica Bengals, a Latham Latham staffer, accused of pretending to be from another law firm, has a phone number which should show up as Latham on the clerk caller ID. Oh, well, you know. Salerno attached an affidavit from Bengals in which she claimed she initially called a different court clerk, Julia, from her Latham phone, identified herself truthfully, but was later called back by the clerk, Samantha. Around 11.54 a.m., another court employee called my Latham and Watkins phone number, which I believe uh, she knew through caller ID, to let me know she'd be removing the material from the docket Bengals, wrote. She did not ask which law firm I was affiliated with, and at no time during this call did I mention anything about my law firm affiliation. I believe there may have been some confusion. Julia passed the information on to the other court employee, resulting in a mistaken understanding that I had called from Mr. Katila's firm. I'm completely confident that I never indicated I was calling for Mr. Katila's firm or that I worked for him in any way. Are you serious? Are you serious? Headline, New York Post. Hunter Biden set to plead guilty to tax charges as lawyers try to pull dirty trick ahead of court appearance. First son, Hunter Biden's legal team appeared to pull a dirty trick Tuesday to block the release of damning evidence ahead of his expected guilty plea to federal charges of tax evasion and weapons crimes. The drama began in the morning when the House Ways and Means Committee filed an amicus brief to the Delaware U.S. District Judge Marilyn Norica, arguing that the 53-year-old had benefited from political interference, which calls into question the propriety of the investigation into alleged crimes, including money laundering, felony tax evasion, and failure to register as a foreign agent. The filing included testimony by two IRS whistleblowers who were set to be to transcribe interviews on May 26th and June 1st. What happened next was outlined in a letter sent to the judge Tuesday afternoon by the committee's top lawyer, 
Theodore Katia. At approximately 1.30 p.m., we received word that our filing was removed from the docket, Katila said. We prompted, promptly contacted the clerk's office, and we were advised that someone had contacted the court representing that they worked for my office and that they were asking the court to remove this from the docket. We immediately advised that this was inaccurate. The clerk's office responded that we would need to refile. We have done so now. So this staffer, this staffer, this staffer at this law firm representing Hunter Biden calls down on the court and says she works for a law firm that is filing an amicus brief that includes the testimony of the gay Democrat, Joseph Ziegler. And she was requesting that they remove or rescind this information on the eve of the on the eve of the plea deal last night, yesterday. It's just a miscommunication. It's just a misunderstanding. I mean, my God, a law firm representing Hunter Biden, a Democrat law firm in New York City would never ever pull a dirty trick like that to protect the first son. Just a misunderstanding. Politico, judge says member of Hunter Biden's legal team misrepresented her identity on eve of plea deal hearing. Biden's legal team staunchly denies any misconduct, saying the episode was a misunderstanding. The judge who will review Hunter Biden's plea deal on Wednesday accused a member of Biden's legal team of misrepresenting herself in a phone call to the court, a bizarre episode that prompted the judge to threaten sanctions, even as Biden lawyers insisted it was all just a misunderstanding. In a brief order, Tuesday afternoon, U.S. District Judge Mar- uh, Mary Ellen, excuse me, I said Marilyn, Mary Ellen Norica wrote that an employee at Latham and Watkins, a law firm representing the president's son, had called the clerk's office and falsely claimed to work for a Republican lawyer in hopes of persuading the clerk to remove documents that apparently contained Biden's personal tax information. Lathan denied any misconduct, saying the firm's employee identified herself as a Lathan staffer and called from a law firm phone that typically displays Latham on the caller ID. The firm said that firm said there must have been an unfortunate, unintentional miscommunication between the employee and the court staff. Well, this is pretty basic. Did they have any other business with that court? Did this law firm have any other business with that court? If not, then why would they be calling down there? <laughs> Man, you 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 gotta give Democrats an A for scumbaggery. I mean, right? I mean, did they really think this was going to work? I mean, I guess maybe they did. I guess maybe they did. But now we all know that they're trying one dirty trick after another to try to save Hunter Biden. It's been said by many, and I'm curious about it. Um, what he was allegedly cheated the government out of 150 grand on 1.5 million in earnings. Does that sound right? That doesn't sound right. By the way, the judge is a Democrat, but she was appointed by Donald Trump. So what are they going to say now? Oh, this is another Trump appointee. Well, she's a Democrat. Notice how the media has not been talking about the courage of Joseph Ziegler, the out gay male Democrat who will not be invited to Pride next year. But this is just a misunderstanding. I mean, just, you know, lawyers have large staffs and they make lots of calls and 
You know, all kinds of stuff can happen when you're dealing with, you know, high profile cases. I mean, my God, you know, why you're looking at us that way? It's no big deal. What's the big deal? You know, another issue is on the weapons charge. They listed the weapon as a Colt 38 revolver. But all of the pictures we see with Hunter Biden is him holding a semi-automatic. So how many guns did he buy illegally? How many guns did he buy illegally? If the firearm in question is a revolver, but all of the photos we see of Hunter Biden holding a gun, hammer back, by the way, is a semi-automatic. That means then more than one gun was perhaps purchased illegally unless he bought a semi-automatic before he was a drug addict. When would he have bought that? When he was five years old? I also noticed that the media is, how you say, uncurious about the death of Obama's personal chef. The story's changed, by the way. First, it was the, the Obamas were nowhere to be found. Then it was, well, they were on the island, but elsewhere. Now we're finding out that there was a second paddle border and an eyewitness, neither of whom tried to help this man. What did he see? What does he know? They're saying now he was 100 feet from the beach. 100 feet from the beach in not very deep water. I read one report about eight feet deep. 100 feet is not a long swim. That's not a whole lot at all. And unless he whacked his head on the board or had a heart attack, even a weak swimmer would be able to recover their paddleboard, which is very stable, and hang on to it until help arrives. But they also say he was wearing dark clothing and no life jacket. Now, I see people, I live on a lake. I see people paddleboarding all the time without life jackets. I, as a former lifeguard myself, different from Joe Biden, I was actually a beach lifeguard and a bay lifeguard and then a pool lifeguard. I'm kind of crazy that way. Like I make sure all the kids have a life jacket on when they're on my boat. I don't skimp on the purchase of life jackets. I have extra life jackets. Life jackets are good things. They might sometimes be a bit restrictive and not cool, you know, if you're you're a young person, but they are a good thing. So who are these witnesses? that watched this man drown and didn't even attempt to help him. Now, remember, <clears throat> the Clinton's private chef also drowned under similar circumstances. Isn't that weird? Now, can you imagine if an employee at Mar-a-Lago who would have been in the residence of Donald Trump, been around Donald Trump, may have seen or heard things that Donald Trump had said, just so happened on a late, dark night. Because remember, you know, it's summertime, and the media is telling us it's, it's hot out. It's, it's, it's hot out, people. Can you but climate change? This individual, who the media first reported is a weak swimmer, even though we've seen videos of what looks like to be a very competent swimmer, but let's just take their let's just take their line for a second here. The man's a weak swimmer, okay? 
he can't really swim. The videos we're seeing of him are, are him learning how to swim. He can't really swim. So a man who knows he can't swim goes out in the dark, in dark clothing, on a paddleboard with no life jacket, drowns in front of eyewitnesses, and nobody tries to help him. And it takes about 12 hours to recover his body from a pond behind the Obama's home. Oh, Andrew, what are you, some kind of conspiracy theorist? <laughs> There's a difference between far right and being right, okay? <laughs> there, there really is. All of those things I just laid out for you, all of them are the facts of the case thus far. And the media has almost no interest in this. Weintick 695, page 8, 9572874. So let's see what happens. We're waiting on bated breath from the federal courthouse in Wilmington, Delaware, where everybody knows the Bidens. We're right, they're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Serious XM Patriot, channel 125.